Good afternoon. Welcome to the JB Show. My name is James Fauntleroy. I am your host for today. Well, every day on JB Show. <laughs> you would have thought I smoked something by 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 that introduction. <laughs> I have with me my RBN co-host, my homie, my brother, Rome. It is so good to see you on your first time on my channel. Feel good over here, man. Feel a little bit different over here. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that. You get that little bit of that. Uh, that nice warm feeling. That that that's what yeah. we're trying to ha- have over here, man. Oh yeah. Feel yeah. like home, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. All right. So just to let you guys know that the JB Font Show is of uh, is available on all major podcast forms like Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe there. I am part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network. You can find me on the JB Show on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RBN. And please make sure to give this video a thumbs up if you're new to the channel. Please make sure to smash that like button. Uh, I promise you cookies, but I, I don't know. Maybe maybe if I can give you cookies, I don't know. Maybe it might be weed cookies. You never know. But it's the thought that counts, right? I like my cookies. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a shout out to my patrons that are on uh, coffee right now. Thank you for your additional support, and please know that I'm very humbled for your support, and I appreciate it. Thanks to David Michael, Kushinada, Socialist Cayman, Rebecca, Cita Change, Robin During, Michelle D. Village, Smoky Wombat, Robin, and Eric Thomas. Thank you all so much. So. So. Rome. What's going on, man? <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> Like always. There's a lot going on with us. There's a lot going on with you. I uh, just want to say hey to everybody in the chat really quick before I before I begin because, you know, I got to make sure. It's good to see uh, Didi. And yes, Didi said it should be illegal to be as good looking as Rome. I agree. Come on now. Rome is committing crimes just by being on camera. I'm not that good. You committing crimes right now, brother. <laughs> and yes, I am a fluffy mermaid. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up with Meta? Whatever, man. Good to see you. Uh, who else is in the chat? Oh, Leroy. What's up? Good to see you. Tony. What's up? Where? Good to see you. Lo and behold. Nice. Thank you so much. Uh, who else is up in here? All right. Oh, E. Heller. Good to see you as well. All right. Nice to have you. All right, so one of the things that I wanted to, to talk about, and my shows aren't that long. My show's about an hour, um, so, you know, it's not going to be, you know, as much of a long form as it usually is, but um, one of the things I wanted to touch on was that you're currently working on building a thrift store to help people. Can you tell us about that? Uh, like... Where do I get the idea or uh yeah. for well I always shopped at thrift stores when I was younger. We mm-hmm. were growing up uh real poor, you know, like no shoes poor. So you know the thrift store was like our go to. Mm-hmm. So, um we were we were somewhat able to afford it with, you know, my mother and my stepdad both working and whatnot. But as we got older, you know, those things has changed, you know what I'm saying? The prices of the clothes went up, 
while our wages stay the same. You know, yeah. they, you know, pay these workers what they deserve. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really like when I go on a tour for the poor, I have to go to thrift stores throughout y'all cities and whatnot, Goodwills and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I see, like, from... I see how how they really jack these prices up depending on what neighborhood it is. It can be the same uh, company, Goodwill, Salvation Army, Value World, et cetera, et cetera. They jack the prices up depending on what neighborhood they are in. Uh, they don't pay uh, as much as the other people. Like uh, the Goodwill here, they pay, I believe, $12 an hour. The mm-hmm. Goodwill in uh, California pay $15 an hour and Goodwill in Florida pay about like eight dollars an hour, mm-hmm. you know. But this is all the same company. They are they are billionaires, you know. And that really pissed me off, you know. Seeing all these people make all this profit, and then what really ticked me off to actually just get this thing moving, even though I had get I I have got uh, denied every spot that I wanted uh, as far as building uh, what I wanted, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because I wanted the thrift store to have an in. Uh, indoor shower, a bathroom, somewhere people can change, you know, and get clean, go back out and uh, look fresh. But once they heard those ideas, they was like, no, we don't want poor people in these buildings, basically. So I, I said, fuck it, you know, I'm going to have to build it on my own. Uh, and uh, But but I'm going to rewind back. I was just uh, doing a coat run up here in Detroit a couple weeks ago. And I was, I got in tour with the manager because they tried to charge me $45 for a used Colombian jacket. It was a windbreaker. Not, like, it was thinner than this. Hmm. Wouldn't even keep you warm. They tried to charge me $45 for that. Uh, and as I looked down, it's a, a, a homeless couple. I don't know if they was homeless, but they wasn't, you know. Uh, they're complaining about the prices too, but she's heartbroken about the prices. She's not mad. I'm mad. I can afford it. You know, mm-hmm. to buy it, even if I sat there and complained uh, uh, and made the price go down, I can afford to buy the forty-five dollar jacket. They can't afford. They can afford the coats that they wanted at all. Mm-hmm. If they was forty, it was, one of them was thirty-five dollars. One of them was like forty dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they came there with you know twenty-something dollars, thinking that they was gonna walk out with two coats, like how we used to do back in the early two thousands, nineties. But that's not happening. So yeah, um, I paid for the jackets and. I was like, yeah, it, this isn't going to change. No protesting is going to change this. We're really going to have to make these uh, make these stores ourselves, have some work for people to donate. You know, we can have a better system, a better way to get these clothes to the poor, you know. Uh, yeah. And no matter how you sell the clothes, like all the clothes I'm going to be selling is going to be $1, $5, no, nothing over $10. That's still a 500, 500% profit off of donated clothes. But what they're making is, uh, $5,000 pro- uh, uh, profit or 10,000% profit off of donated clothes or even if they did uh, say uh, value worth said that they buy their clothes which is a lie but even if they did buy it from people they're still buying it for 5 to $10 and still selling it for $45 and I know you're going to be like well they have to pay for the building no they don't they own that building they have to pay for this they have to pay for that we are talking about billionaire companies here. And if I found a way to build uh, my thrift store and use this money to pay all of my workers $25 an hour, because that's what everybody's going to be making, $25 an hour at that thrift store. And it's going to it's gonna bang so hard 
that I'm, I'm going to shake shit up on the east side of Detroit so much that these other jobs are going to have to compete with me. Because so I'm going to be stealing their employees. I'm going to be stealing their, you know what I'm saying, their best workers because who the hell don't want to help some people for $25 an hour? Even if, you know, uh, I'm trying to make, I know how these capitalists do. We're talking $25 an hour. You only work five hours. No. Work all day if you want. You know, because all this money goes to y'all. It goes to the people. And the thing is, the only way to keep stuff, something like that going, uh, keeping the lights on and stuff like that, my shares are going to be solar panel. <laughs> and I'm going to have uh, porter waters and porter potties and shit like that. So I ain't even got to worry about the man. It's a tiny home, so I don't have to worry about taxes. But uh, uh, we're talking about $25 an hour. We're going to let you work all day. We're going to make sure that you get a, a fat paycheck when you go home. We're going to make sure that we keep this money inside of Detroit instead of people going to uh, 16 mile, 20 mile, mm -hmm. uh, all across just to get a pair of pants. Like you're going to waste more gas money than it is, <laughs> than it should be for the pair of pants. But uh, I, I really feel like uh, we're going to get this going. I had to take a break from fundraising because it was the holidays, people with their family and shit like that. And I was saying greedy. Mm -hmm. So, but we're going to pick this back up uh, next week or so. And I think by the summertime, I can actually get the building, uh, the building and getting everything prepared for. But yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to go to war with uh, Goodwill, Salvation Army, all these people who've been here for decades claiming that they uh, do stuff for this and that, and they give to charity, which mm -hmm. we know how that works. They get their yeah. money right back. It, 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 it's just a it's a fucked up game, and a, uh, it's just some fucked up people in the game of helping people. Yeah. Because it is a lot of money with this. And uh, we actually got reports. Somebody uh, showed me a report of uh, Goodwill uh, breaking toys, breaking furniture, and stuff that they couldn't sell. Uh, they are over. They are overcrowded with their with their stuff, with their donations, and they break it instead oh. of just getting it away. Wow. And one of the main things. Like I know my uh my story isn't gonna be so big. So if somebody was to donate a couch, I just donate the couch to somewhere that it can fit. You know, I'm not gonna break it, knowing that a family needs it. You know, yeah. if I got clothes, I'm gonna. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give it to the kids who need it. I'm not going to burn them. I'm not going to throw them to, to the waste. But that's the thing. They can't make a profit off of it. They don't want it. But as many as many people out here that are, uh, that are do... Uh, I'm sorry, that's... Can you get that for me? Um, it's a lot of people that... Um, that'll do whatever for something. Like, uh, when I was, when I was uh, homeless... Mm -hmm. I made a TikTok about about this. Some dude was uh, wasting a whole bunch of food. He was talking about the food is inspired. It's inspired. I'm like, I don't give a damn. Like, we eat out of trash cans. Like, I don't care if the food was inspired. I don't care if the, if the shirt had a rip in it, had a tear in it. Yeah. It still can be used. And fuck a profit. Yeah. Fuck a profit. Yeah. It's all about people. You got to take care of your neighborhood. And once we get things like this going, you know, it's going to have a domino effect of people opening up small businesses, learning how to not pay taxes to Uncle Sam and keeping money into the black communities and shit like that. They're going to learn from each other. We're going to learn from each other and grow with each other. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, uh, once we get these good jobs, better paying jobs, get people opportunities, we'll see crime go down on the east side of Detroit. We'll see, you know, uh, 
people uh, not robbing each other for once, you know, with the little shit that they do got. Yeah. That's yeah. that's about it. But we're gonna get we're gonna get this shit cracking. Thank you for the five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, that was a lot that you just, that you just laid on me. Um, and, and you're you're right. As somebody that grew up going to thrift stores, I mean, my mama was the queen of thrift stores. She'd be there all day. Next thing you know, I come home, you know, and you know, I used to, you know, I used to be very religious, so I'd be at church, you know, three four times a week, Bruh. Brand new suits, brand new shirt. Well, yeah. not brand new, but thrift store shirts. But really nice quality. My yeah. mom, she can, she can find a diamond in, 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 in a pool of mud. Like she will find the best thing out of them. That's yeah, love her. <laughs> but but the whole deal is that money. They're making so much profit because according to the business perspective you have to pay for either the raw materials or you have to pay for the the product from you know your supplier to come in thrift stores do not pay for raw materials they do not pay for product to come in it's all donated there's not a supplier everything is absolutely free so that money that would necessarily that would go to somebody who supplies the raw materials or the money that would go to a supplier does not go to them at all. It stays within that store. And who ranks up the profits? The people at the top. And so what you're doing... I'm trying to workers. Yeah. I'll tell you that. They're, they're, they're not even unionized. You know, like, for a third store to be about, you know, the people and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. they need to really unionize all these thrift stores. They really need to get a, a check on these prices mm-hmm. that they are uh, selling these clothes at because it shouldn't make no, it, it makes no sense why a homeless couple can't afford a handful of coats this is a thrift store this is what this is made for yeah. you know and then, like I, I look at thrift stores just like I look at progressives or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you guys want to call them they might be the best out right here but they aren't the best that we can get you know what I'm saying? There's better people out here. There's better ways of doing this, of uh, giving out clothes, making sure people, if you, even if you can't afford it, I'll probably just fucking give it to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, as long as, as long as the people, as long as we made enough profit during the day to feed uh, the employees, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way. Um, that, what you just described is like, it's like a thirsty person needing a full glass of water and just saying, oh, we gave you a drop. That's good enough. It's like, yeah, that's better than none, but you gave me just a drop when I need a full glass. Yeah. You know? Now you got control of the fucking jug and the glass. Exactly. Um, E. Heller asked, did Rome choose a name for his thrift shop yet? Now, before you answer, I do think the drip shop is a good name. I, I I'm just saying. I think that name is Tooken. I'm not sure. Really? It sounds like some shit that's in the South. But, uh, Damn. I was going to go with uh, uh, Black Comedy uh, uh, Black Comedy Therapy with uh, Tyler. I was going to go with what he said uh, by, any, by any genes necessary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a little long, but I'm going a, I'm to... A, Throw out, you know what I'm saying, some more names or have some people do another uh, vote. 
on an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, that's when it's actually getting billed. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... And we're not uh, hiding communism, not one bit. Like, that, that place is going to be full of uh, communist propaganda uh, uh, from, man, from leaders from uh, North Korea to uh, Michael Max. We're going to have Fred Hampton in there. We're going to have our flags on display. We're going to really show uh, uh, the black community, you know, uh, that communism is back. They, they, they try to drive us out. <laughs> I'm not reading that. Not 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 for my podcast. Mm-mm, not for the podcast platform. <laughs> Look, if you guys are listening to this on podcast and you guys want to know what I'm laughing at, you guys are gonna have to go to my YouTube channel because I'm not reading that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how uh, how Anchor does it, but uh, I'm not gonna get the platform from them. Not at least not yet. Um. I like what Robin Ryan says, localize the economy in the pantry might add a bit of depth to the offering of usable clothes and household goods through mutual aid to show the machine that it can't be done without them. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what you're trying to do. You, you're trying to say, look, we can do this with or without you. Yeah. We're going to do it without you, regardless. Because yeah. they showed their hands. They had plenty of generations to get this together. They really are building their companies, having these people out here, uh, you know, with bills. And mm-hmm. standing out there for charity for a billionaire company and then say oh well it's going here and there like come on now we know probably a little bit of that money mm-hmm. is going to these people it's going where it should be mm-hmm. but we know how a business works especially when it's something like this like y'all trying to paint y'all trying to uh, uh, spray cologne over this piece of bullshit <laughs> yeah. Shove it on my face and call it a flower. Nigga, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I mean, this is one of the things. Uh, by the way, everybody, uh, I also put it in the description the links to donate to Rome so that he can get this thrift store started. It's already in the description. Um, but uh, if you guys go to Rome's Twitter as well, it's, uh, it's, it's in there as well. Um, you know, go to there because. This is a very important thing because, number one, you're making it so that, you know, you're still doing tour for the poor. Yeah. But for the people who, you know, have a couple bucks that they want to purchase things, mm-hmm. but they don't have a lot. This helps them. OK. Um, and then secondly, you're also providing a living wage job to people. What? What? what See, you always get that mischievous smile when somebody says something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do this all over the country. I'm yeah. going to do this all over the country. If, if the first one is a success, then I'm going to move to the next city uh, mm-hmm. in the next state, probably more likely some uh, smaller towns, uh, smaller mm-hmm. black towns that I can really get a grip on. Uh, I can, you know, I'm going to go out there for the tour for the poor, uh, get a feel on it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we can get another fundraiser going for another uh or maybe we have some grants by then if this one is a success i'm definitely gonna uh move out to different uh sections of i mean different cities mm-hmm. throughout this country because we're, we're gonna need a better way uh a faster way of getting people the help that they deserve and this will get you know uh a lot of communists some jobs where you can be an open communist you know mm-hmm. like your fucking boss is communist. You won't 
be shamed or, or, or fired from talking about unionizing against me. You won't be, you know, won't mm-hmm. be fired for talking about your political beliefs. Cause I don't want them liberals working here. You better call them niggas up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to uh, Robert Durden. He's in the chat as well. Uh, good, to see, good to see you, man. Good to see, uh, you know, solidarity with you and everybody at INN. Um, so, yeah, um, I wanted to get to my next question. Um, and you can, you know, in- incorporate Tour for the Poor in this as well. But, and I asked this to Savvy last week as well. Can you give us a glimpse of your journey into the left and what was one of the biggest lessons that you learned that pushed you towards the left? My glimpse. I mean, that shit's just life, man. Like, once you actually live in your life and you, like, you just find it, like, being a leftist is basically finding a way to put a definition on what you do, or a communist, or yeah. being, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this is how we've been uh, from borrowing sugar from our neighbors to shacking up or for sharing lights. You know what I'm saying? My, I'll get my lights cut off, our neighbors let us get us in the score, whatever. Mm-hmm. Little ways that we help each other, you know, that's how we grew up. And even if we had took turns and, uh, you know, like, I, I, I speak openly about me uh, being an ex-gangbanger. Well, there's no such thing as an ex-gangbanger because you and that shit. But, you know, even with uh, the Seven Foes, I learned how to take care of my community. I learned how to, you know, uh, you know, learn how to keep people from shooting up your block or burning down this or whatever the hell it is. We kept it clean. We made sure that the older people were taken, taken care of, you know, uh, whatever it was, and all, all this just went back to, uh, you know, my politics, I should say, I should say, and um, that was, like, my journey into the left, I, I should say, and the biggest, you know, the biggest uh, lesson I've learned is uh, don't trust, don't trust white liberals, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, this about a lot of communists too. If you if you see uh, these white communists and they uh, dabble into electoral politics or they try to say that like this is what happens, you know, like you know we have great ideas that we give these people and you know to slogans to you know logos and whatever they take it they run with it uh, and they use it against you. By, by saying, uh, well, we don't need to defund the police. No, we don't need to do this. We don't need to do that. You know, they don't live in your neighborhood. They don't actually know what goes down here. You know what I'm saying? They just seeing a glimpse from what MSNBC shows them from time to yeah. time. But they don't really know what's going on here. But one thing I learned was, you know, don't trust anybody that's on the fence on anything, especially mm-hmm. during these times. When people in America is starving to death, you know, the bullies are, you know, are starving to death. You know, don't trust anybody on the fence. Don't trust anybody who say, uh, this is the best we can do right now. Mm-hmm. When, when it comes to, uh, actual leaders, because if this is the best that we can do, then we're fucked. Yeah. So my job uh, with Tour for the Poor, one of my jobs with Tour for the Poor is to go out here and actually find leaders, uh, find soldiers and find teachers and people that's going to be out here or, or want to get out here 
and really make a change because they are not on the fence mm-hmm. on anything. They know they need health care. They know they need better education. They know they need opportunities for their uh, uh, areas. So uh, one thing, one lesson I have learned, uh, don't get around anybody that's on the fence or uh, mm-hmm. or, or, or left-leaning. Because mm-hmm. all, that, all that shows is if time comes, if the revolution happened today, they wouldn't know where they would be standing. They would be standing there frozen. Mm. They wouldn't know what to do. Mm. Uh, those type of people can hurt you because they can be true, uh, pulled from any side. They might even join the military just because they feel so left out. <laughs> mm. But yeah, and don't trust people that was in the, that's in the military. Don't trust people that's actively in the military. Uh, yeah. I got you. Some life lessons to be learned, man. Uh, definitely. I appreciate that. Um, you know, and what you said about about going out there and finding people that are teachers, that are soldiers, that are leaders. You know, you're going to people who basically have a lot of the same experiences that you have. Yeah. I mean, life already radicalizes us. Yeah. You just got to find the people who've been radicalized. And there's actually, it's almost like all you got to go is do is really just go into the hood. And when I say hood, I'm not just talking about black hoods. You just go into the hood, throw a stone, boom, you'll hit somebody. Oh, yeah. Every time. Every time. That's why I target, I target the poor communities, the black communities. I target these people uh, just like they target us, you know, and mm-hmm. it's either our propaganda is going to reach them or theirs are, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want that. Yeah. You know, and, uh, if I can get there before, if I can get there with shiny things in my hand, you know, with help, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't ask for nothing else, then I can plant a seed. I can plant a seed and keep going, plant a seed and keep going. And next thing you know, this neighborhood, somebody in this neighborhood, one or two of these motherfuckers, before I leave, is going to be talking about communism or socialism or mm-hmm. coming together to overthrow uh, or speaking like a communist, mm-hmm. even if they don't know it. You know, like mm-hmm. when I go into uh, red territories and whatnot, and I'm I'm still an open communist, but we have conversations to where we agree on so much, there's nothing to argue about. <laughs> right. So they just looking like, damn. Well, I heard communists like this, and they're like, who told you that? I was like, you learn from communist enemies, right? If I was to get killed, and my kids would get kidnapped and was raised by my enemies, them niggas would hate me too. Hmm. My kids would hate me too, because that's all they know. It's the people who, you know what I'm saying? It's what the people who hate me taught them. And that's all we know. We don't, like, how much do you know about foreign policy for real? How much, where, where do coffee actually come from? I mean. Where, where do our aluminum actually come from? Where are gold, like, what countries inside? Don't just say Africa. There's many countries in Africa. Yeah. You know so much about foreign policy? Tell me. When, when was the last bomb that we dropped? What country was the last bomb that we dropped on <laughs> last week? Oh, you, you didn't hear about that, right? I thought you was into foreign policy. Oh, you only in it because 
again, is, is racism. Oh, I, I, I'm not racist. I'm just saying, what, they shouldn't come over? Why not? Why not? We took their Why shit. Why are we over there? We took their shit. We might, they might as well come over. Right? The dream <laughs> changes, like, this not even their original prayer. I don't even know if, if, he, if he is the same ethnicity as these people. We need to regime change. Why they can't come over here? We got the oil. We got the, you know what I'm saying? Like, where else would they go? Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they, st- I mean, they stole our ancestors. So the, the rest of them might as well come over too. Might as well. But they're like, oh, no, no, no. That's just, that's too much. We just want enough for you niggas to be able to work, not overthrow us. But the thing is, yeah. you know, the black community... If we were all together like we want to be, like most of us want us to be, even though we still do dumb, <laughs> dumb shit from time to time, yeah, uh, we could take off. We really could. Okay. Like I keep reminding people, only one percent, a couple of people control America. A couple of people inside of these corporations control America. Four mm-hmm. percent of of this population can take over if they wanted to. Yeah. If we really wanted to, and mm-hmm. you know what? It's not even going to take that many people to have a successful revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of makes me think about that poll that I did the other day. Um, two days ago. Was it two days ago? Yeah, it was about two days ago. Um, and I asked a, I asked a question. Um, a lot of people who... Um, a lot of people who follow me on Twitter probably have seen this. But I asked a question. I said, please answer if you're not black. Would you trade places with a black person in the United States? <laughs> this is live. 2,555 votes. I, I, I can't hate on that. I can't hate on that. You know what? I wouldn't trade with another black nigga either. Straight up. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was, it was other minorities in this in this poll. That, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You, you ain't say. You know what I'm saying? You should have just said, if you're white. You know what I'm saying? If you wanted to get that. But as far as other minorities, uh, Asian, Mexican, and like they go through their own <laughs> things, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. we all know, mm-hmm. we all know, like, come on, man. <laughs> we all know some of the motherfuckers get that light skin treatment. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like even the kids at the border, when it was the, when it was the light skin kids at the border, they was like, oh my god. <laughs> children and then when Hades came it was like oh what the yeah yeah it was the the the, the, the white passing brown kids they're like ah oh, you know that yeah. you know we, we feel bad for them but as soon as they started coming like, like looking like us like <laughs> no 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 but look we all go through our own shit so as a if I was another minority hell no mm-hmm. especially if I was white hell no what the fuck are you crazy like some white man uh, and, and women probably probably would you never know depending on what uh, culture you was raised in raised mm-hmm. around who are your heroes your leaders mm-hmm. you know some people actually do want to switch races mm-hmm. that's a real fucking thing you know or identify as a black man yeah I used to I used to didn't want to be black back in the day no look look for everybody who said no I honestly don't blame you because who wants to be ostracized? Who who wants to be, you know, persecuted against? Who wants to be hated just because of the way they look? Then you look at the facts. Look at 
look at the the births, the uh the deaths that uh that black women go through when they give them birth. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers of you know uh black people that's in prison in mm -hmm. America, just yeah. in the US. You know, the thing is, this is a trick question because would you trade places with a black person in the US? Like that sounds like you don't have a choice. So you might be one of those numbers. You know what I'm talking about? One of those. <laughs> I won't. I won't blame these niggas, bro. Like, I don't blame you, but I love being black. I'm proud of being black. Mm -hmm. But it's not for everybody. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm gonna explain why I preface this question. The reason why I did it the way I did it. And I could have put a third option of I'm black, you know, and so just so show me the results. And somebody critiqued me for that. They were like, oh, well, this person, you know, whoever made this poll, they didn't put a third option for us. So they're being exclusionary. I was exclusionary on purpose. I'm going to tell you why. Because there's a lot of people who are non-black that probably would have chose the third option just so that they can see results without actually having to vote. We don't get a choice of whether we're born black or not. So I'm not giving you a choice to cop out. You're not going to get the cop out of this one. So if you if you really honestly want to answer this, then you're going to answer either yes or no. I'm not giving you a third option just to see the results. No. Mm -mm. And anybody who is black that wants to see results, okay, I posted it in there for you. And it, there's not much of change, maybe a 3% change. Two or three percent change between the yes and no margin of error, basically. So let's be real. And the results are very telling. Because this means that everybody, basically over 80 percent of everybody knows basically the shit that black people go through. Now, this is my 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 supplication to all of you. Help this number change. Help this ratio change by just how you, you know, whether it's, you know, societally, you know, as far as socially or whether it's systemically. If you're at a position where you can affect even systemic change, even just by a, a, a minute fashion, then do that. But or. Or if you notice somebody is, you know, being prejudiced towards black people or anybody for for that matter. Speak up. What are you doing to uh, to help this number change? And that's really the point about the the poll. It wasn't, you know, just as like a, a throwaway flippant thing that I was just like, oh, let's just do a poll. Let me just see. This is really a, a message. For everybody to look at. Over 2,500 people voted so far. By the way, there's about two whole days left for this poll to take. So if you haven't took it, go ahead and take it. And be very deeply honest with yourself when you take it. And you're not racist if you put no. Because we understand why you would put no. But the question is, what are you going, what are you doing personally? It doesn't have to be anything drastic. It could just be how you treat somebody else, how you speak to somebody else. 
and you make that one little change. People so used to that trickle down economics and this uh, electoral politics, you know, they uh, they want everything to be like bam, like you know what I'm saying. They think everything is gonna be like, oh well, you can't you can't run against AOC because you don't have a name, or you can't do this and that because you're a nobody. You can't, you know what I'm saying. They even told some of us that we can't be activists because mm-hmm. we're not professionals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I I want to give credit to David Troppins. He said, I voted no due to so many other strikes presented on someone who is black from day one. Does that mean I'm comfortable with white privilege? Fair question. I still remember the Chris Rock line from 20 plus years ago saying that white people wouldn't trade places with him. And I guess he meant to say he's rich. But yeah. Yeah. You know, and so there's just there's a lot, you know, And, and I wanted to bring that up because, you know, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it because. There's a lot of people that they see what is going on with this, that's wrong with the world, and they feel like, well, what can I do? You see what's wrong with the world, and look what you're doing. I mean, you see people who need clothes, you see people who need food. You may not, and it just it goes to show what I always say. I always say leave the world better than you found it. But if you but you don't have to change the entire world, you just need to change somebody's world. Yeah. Even if it's just by a little bit, even if it's just for a half second of a smile, of a kind word, of a slice of pizza, you did something to improve somebody's world. That's why I keep reminding people like, you know, look, y'all, we have been standing here and and you know, necked up, neck up in gasoline. We're standing up here, necked up in gasoline, and all they're doing is pouring it on us. All mm-hmm. we need is is a spark, a small spark. All we need is one little spark, and we can burn this bitch down if we wanted to. They they haven't been doing nothing but those little steps that you're taking to feed somebody, to house somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To bring them farther to the left. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever step you're taking is mm-hmm. a step forward to liberation, always. Mm-hmm. So take those steps, whether they be big or small, mm-hmm. whether you have connections or not. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was doing this shit with my Patreon. I was doing this shit with my Patreon money until I was getting people to donate to me. Mm-hmm. Before I had the Patreon money, I used to do it uh, at the end, during holiday seasons when I get my check from my Wendy's job or whatever fucking job I had back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It don't take much to give, and it don't take much to change somebody's way of thinking. Like somebody might have went out. You never know. You know, like when I went into projects in Ohio, with, uh, I was in Toledo, Ohio. I had did a diaper run, and I made sure everybody got a box of diapers. Like, no, I'm not talking about the small. Everybody got the Sam's Club. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. That might have been somebody. Somebody might have had needed them diapers very bad, and they might have to go out and do something to go get them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can save people lives. You can stop a lot of hurt. Stop crime. Yeah. And bring the community together. And when they ask me, "Who the fuck are you? You running for something? What what you want from us?" I say, "I don't want nothing." 
I don't, I don't know nothing. I just want y'all to look up this nigga and that nigga. Talk, look more into communism. Wrong. I don't want no vote. You know, I'm, I'm not here for nothing. I'm here for y'all. I'm going to say something that's going to blow some people's minds. You've actually did more in preventing crime than a police officer. Because that's what's going to stop it. That's what's going to stop that crime. <laughs> Yo, because combating poverty stops crime. And if you're the one who's helping people to not be po- impoverished, then you're helping to eliminate crime. Yeah. Somebody who is a former gangbanger that's literally helping people to stop crime. But, you know, that's what the Seven Falls was about. We was really about protecting our neighborhood. I, I want to say we wasn't, like, you know, uh, the bloods, like, nah. We was more of a community, I should say. But we still, we still got our same, it's still the same shit over here. I still use the same tactics over here. You know, if these people want to scare us, I'm like, no, you can't, can't move me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You want to do whatever. We can take it wherever you want. But I know I'm going to represent what I represent all day in your face. Everywhere I go, you're going to know what the fuck I'm about. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, just want to say a shout out to Uncle Warren. He's in the chat as well. Just good to see you as well. Um, damn man, this conversation is good. <laughs> um, all right, so I gotta get to my next question because this one may be a conversation too. Um, damn, I'm only I oh shit. Okay, uh, what is one of the biggest learning curves you had to learn? when starting tour for the poor? Niggas is broke. <laughs> Damn. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, real shit. Niggas is broke. People are really struggling out here, but they, there's some people who struggling, but they still want change. Like, I done had people send me a dollar, 50 mm-hmm. cent. You know, like, they really want to see some change. And even if they have to get the last little change, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're willing to do something for it. Uh, whether they can't get out here with me or stuff like that. Uh, and one thing I learned is rich people is going to donate to you. Like, you like uh, <clears throat> a lot of these people behind these Twitter handles and shit like that, y'all, y'all don't actually... You know, saying no one, but once they once they bank account get to talking to you, you're gonna be like, yeah, you can, like, yeah, this nigga. <laughs> you know, so it's gonna be rich people. It's gonna be class traders. They're never gonna. It's never gonna not be. You know, uh, so don't. I wanna say, don't just push away every rich person that come your way because a lot of them are come in good faith. It is some real life class traders out here, but you have to be. A actual leader mm-hmm. for them to see that for them to want to put uh, money behind you or you know write write off some taxes on you or whatever the fuck it is yeah you know, or just give you advice on how uh, how to do how to do that but uh, if y'all want to get out here and you know give and start some shit like tour for the poor or whatever why not you're gonna see you know a lot of a lot of poor people it's gonna be more poor people but it's gonna be a handful of rich people out here that's really gonna make you be like, oh shit, like, from weapon contractors to, yeah, uh, mm. just, uh, watch 
how they give you the money, I should say. Don't don't take the money with uh, a contract. You know, as long as they writing it off on you, it's better here than there. You know, mm -hmm. it's better I'll get it than the Salvation Army. You know, so yeah, it is what it is, and we're gonna use their money against them. Mm -hmm. And even if we don't get to a point to where uh, you know, we're taxing the rich or whatever the fuck it is, we're just gonna you know, uh, 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 what do I'm looking for? Robin Hood, they ass. Yeah. Because you know they're looking for reasons to not pay taxes. Yeah. Just find a way to get the money from them and get back in your neighborhood. That's another, that's just another way of doing it. But, uh, yeah. Rich mm -hmm. people gonna donate to you, so watch out. Mm hmm. Yeah, so, um, I wanted to get to this question as well. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. So, we're going to do a hypothetical. Hypothetically, Rome is the president of the United States. Hey, stay with me, stay with me. <laughs> See, I made you cough. <laughs> it's January 20th. Your inauguration day, Right? And then, what is the first three actions that you're going to take as president within your first 100 days? First of all, medical debt getting canceled, all that debt, all that shit getting wiped out. Mm -hmm. I don't think the president can actually stop wars like that, but I'm going to stop whatever I can. Mm -hmm. Like, I can sit here and say a whole bunch of shit, man. Mm -hmm. Like, but... As a communist, I don't think it should be no precedence after this. Like, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say this. If I was the president, I'd do whatever it took to expose the healthcare industry, uh, to expose NAPA, Nestle, to expose whatever companies I know that's gonna come come to pay me off, whatever. Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna get assassinated like Barbie Day one. Mm -hmm. I was president. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, yep, stop the MIC. Uh, yeah, all that shit. All that shit's being stopped. The war police and I'm gonna be like, come on. From all those uh, military bases, they're gonna be like, why are you bringing back so many? <laughs> like I'm weakening our defense. Um, I'm weakening our defenses straight up. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it possible for, you know, for China and uh, other countries around us to actually catch up with their weapons. I'm gonna let them build their weapons and probably give them some weapons. You know, give our uh, enemies, you know, like North Korea and <laughs> you know Russia. <laughs> Fucking China getting some weapons. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> one of the things about, you know, a lot of people don't realize is uh, China's doing it up as far as uh, climate change and, you know, their infrastructure. They're doing some things that we should have been doing ages ago. You know, they just got out of debt. Yeah. They like the, they like the uh, you know what I'm saying, the cousin that's, <laughs> that's always good at something. Like, damn, this nigga was playing sports, now this nigga got a business and shit. Like, that's how China is, like... <laughs> Like, but he, he was just homeless. 
You know what I'm saying? He was just homeless a couple years ago, but now he got all the shit together. That's how China look. Yep. That, that <laughs> yeah. Now he's too good to come around us. <laughs> he's always giving you life advice now. <laughs> yeah, like, see, this is what I did. Like, I've been in this game longer than you. Nigga, you ain't got the answer, swipe. <laughs> Alright, man. So, um, there's going to be uh, a couple of you know, fun questions that I want to ask you. Um, so, Rome, what is the one food that you cannot live without? Hmm. I mean, that's a good question. I like, I love food. I'm a fat nigga in real life. <laughs> <laughs> We're brothers. Well, I can't live without. It, it got to be chicken. Chicken. It got, it, it, it got to be chicken because. Chicken is just versatile, you know what I'm saying? It can go in your, your soups, your salads, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it gotta, it gotta be chicken. Mm. Gotta be chicken. Gotcha. Yeah. People are like, oh my God, stop eating meat. No! <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all, but no, leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> man. Um... Okay, now, what is your favorite curse word? They trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite curse word is too short. Favorite curse word, which is getting canceled nowadays. I oh, we canceled a couple times. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We we can lay off of that one. <laughs> Tell me in private. <laughs> <laughs> all right <That's> so <laughs> um my last question is gonna be kind of deep so you know be prepared so you're on your deathbed and you're reflecting on your life what is the one thought that you want people to remember about you i never showed up I never gave a fuck. Like, I didn't let their uh, algorithms hold me down. I didn't let any of this shit hold me down or hold me back or stop me from pushing communism mm. and being who I am today. Like, that's the only thing I really want to be remembered for is not giving a fuck. Mm. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I want to be known for, you know, leading <laughs> movements of people who's ready to do whatever it takes for liberation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, yeah, I want to be remembered for not giving a fuck because I think that's going to be one of the biggest things that I am going to be remembered for is telling these people off or being so in your face about yeah. my, uh, my socialism or my forms of socialism. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, whatever the fuck it is, wherever the fuck I go, um, I'm taking care of people, man, like, taking care of people, but, you know, I don't, and the thing is, see, I'm not gonna, see, the only, only reason why I'm humble, uh, so to say, on Tour for the Poor is because, you know, I think, you know, like, if it wasn't for Twitter, I wouldn't be taking pictures, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't be, like, letting y'all into, like, sometimes I do a, uh, a can the camera conversation about 
me getting phone numbers or et cetera, et cetera. But I, I'm not down there to actually feed anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come with food and clothes and stuff like that, of course. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing, I feel like, not, not that it's being slept on. I think that, you know, it's a good thing it's being overlooked. Because I don't want everybody knowing what I'm doing, of course. But the whole thing for the poor is not to uh, feed or clothe anybody. It's to build armies around America uh, and uh, these stronghold cities. Like, even even if you was to go back and watch, look at the uh, cities that I went to, uh, Seattle, and uh, I've been in uh, through California, San Diego, L.A. I've been to uh, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. I've been all through Detroit, uh, Ohio. You know, I'm targeting all these uh, communities where we can really build strongholds on and where people are just like us. So I think, uh, you know, look, like this whole turf for the poor, like, don't get it twisted, man. Yeah. I'm pushing propaganda, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of you kind of reminded of the of the song by uh, Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. Yeah, you know that's my favorite song. Uh, really? Oh yeah. Oh shit. That is my favorite song. I play that song every time I come back home. I be feeling good as hell. Like hell yeah. I get me some numbers, some some emails. You know. Keep uh, connecting with people, keeping in touch with them. That way, when I can get a uh, tour for a poor out in uh, another city, I already got people that's on the ground and people that's online. So mm-hmm. we can all work together and shit like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna do it my way. Like I ain't gotta be professional. I ain't. Gotta, I ain't even gotta have an LLC. I've I've been on tour for two years and I and I still ain't got no LLC. Mm-hmm. I still ain't had no like. I ain't no fucking professional. I'm just some nigga out here doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if, like, bro, if I can do it, if you're able to, you can do it, man. Yeah. You can do it. I'm I'm from Detroit. You know, like, come on, man. Let's Rome, do this. I got to say this, and this is coming from the heart. You are the embodiment of success. That's what I feel. Yeah. Um, true true success true success in my view is when you do what you can to affect the lives of people in the world in a positive way and you don't give a fuck about the people who hate on you for it and to me that's real success like you fuck the Jeff Bezos the Elon Musk all of them Rome you're successful, and I, I just I gotta thank you for for and and I said this I said this a few months ago, but I'll say it again. I'll say it right in front of everybody. You're one of my heroes. <laughs> thank you, man. You know, and and it just it, it is what it is. Yeah, you, know? you know, you know, I look up to you, man. I thank look you. up to you, so and thank I wouldn't you. even we wouldn't even put the the fucking lever on you. If we know, you know what I'm saying, how you how you moved and the man you were. And uh, yeah. It's a reason why we all here right now, man. Definitely, definitely. Rome, thank you so much, man. Um, thanks for, for being my, my guest on here and one of my first guests. Uh it's it's a it's a privilege. 
you know, to have I'm you on. Back. I'm gonna be back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have some good news. Hopefully, when I get back here, but um, I will be back, man. I will be back. Cool, cool. Thank you so much. Um, by the way, everybody, again, donate to Rome on his uh, on his Twitter. Um, I didn't even get to get to this part yet. Um, let me share my screen real quick so y'all can see. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Mhm. Let me see. Uh, look out for CJ. CJ just built him a, a mutual aid. Uh, definitely. Uh, organization also mutual aid forever. Mhm. So I'm gonna put this uh, also in the chat just in case. You know, if you guys can, uh, you know, if you guys you know can give a donation if you can afford it if you can't then just share just share the information so that people can yeah. donate for to rome's tour for the poor because damn i'm high as hell that picture cold that picture looks colder on this for some reason yeah <laughs> yeah definitely definitely that's a cool picture man i love it yeah, um she did everything she did everything on that show mm-hmm. shout out to robin she always doing all the heavy lifting yeah yeah shout out to robin too as well definitely all right folks so just uh last thing you know um once again you know if you like my content and wish to support me further you can buy me a coffee on coffee it's linked in the description down below or in the ticker here if you guys want to you know like my content um and also if you guys you know didn't get to catch me you guys can subscribe on anchor you know on my podcast if you guys like to do that if you guys just want to give a listen while you're driving working out you know doing whatever um and yeah, again work out to this nigga sexy ass boy now that was you doing then after you done doing that i'm i'm that's your damn alternator you see that's making that sound now go hold on look turn it off i turn it back on you heard that before yeah, it didn't hurt me. That's a damn thing. I get that for about you know, I'm about Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. I got you. I, Yo. Hold out here, nephew. You gotta look out for him, man. Hold out. <laughs> Rome got that shade tree mechanic kind of look right now <laughs> with the with the with the Stokey hanging out. I remember pulling over cars and got problems. I know how to fix. So I put my cigar in my mouth quick as hell. Like, oh, see, that's why I'm right there, right? <laughs> Got so much water in your oil. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, it, it was... It's a pleasure. I hope you do fucking... Way more numbers than what we're doing, man. Because you know, we need more man. voices out there. Uh, and even if you was the one to take off, fucking so be it, nigga. But I wish you nothing but the best, man. Uh, I love that you uh, actually... You know what I'm saying? Taking, you know what I'm saying? Doing this, you know, because we had them talks, nigga. And I was like, hey, nigga, you can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I need you. And, uh, you know, you wanted to only man up out here that I look up to. You know what I'm saying? As, that means a lot. You know as a role model, as a, you know, as a uh, black man, period. You know, and you really calm me down in a lot of ways because every time I go off, I'm off and I'll be like, man, what would JB say? Like, Wow. Okay, well, maybe you should calm yourself down. Like, because I swear, because sometimes I'll be, 
<laughs> I think she'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Yo, I only got 15 seconds left. I gotta go. I love y'all. I love y'all. Don't forget to masturbate. Stop it. See, that's a damn problem. You don't masturbate properly. God damn it. <laughs>